Hey there. Did you know that tensions tend to be highest for blended families when everyone is together? <laughs> Maybe you've noticed that when you've tried to do something fun with the whole family and it didn't go as well as you'd hoped. If you can relate, Maybe you'd like to join us on Thursday, May 16th for an interactive workshop all about navigating the tensions of family time. You'll connect directly with us and other blended couples in a 90-minute Zoom call and work on your own personalized strategy for responding to the challenges of family time in your unique family blend. That's right. You can join us and our community by hopping into Blending Together, where we hold one of these workshops each and every month. So if you'd like direct interaction with us in the context of a supportive group of other blending couples, then the Blending Together community is right where you need to be. Mm -hmm. So scroll all the way to the bottom of the show notes for this episode and click the link to check out the details. We would love to meet you on the 16th for our upcoming Intentionally Blending workshop right inside of the Blending Together community. Mm -hmm. Now, let's get to the episode. Hi, welcome to another simple step here on the Blended Family Coaching Show. Last week on the show, Kim and I explored how to effectively focus on realistic expectations in your blended family. We all hear from so many experts that the path to building connection lies in lowering our expectations, but we've heard how lots of couples misinterpret the heart of this advice, and we've struggled with it ourselves over the years. We believe that one of the primary misunderstandings is the difference between relational expectations and behavioral expectations. If you missed that, I encourage you to go back and listen through episode 160 from last week. We suggested that even as you lower your expectations around the speed with which relational bonds grow, establishing reasonable behavioral expectations in your home, it's critical. In fact, I would argue it's a prerequisite to achieving the relational connections you really hope for. But many couples tend to struggle to identify the behavioral expectations they each want to establish, especially in a way that honors both of their perspectives and builds their partnership around parenting. And then it can be even more challenging to stay united as a team when attempting to hold everyone accountable to living out the behavioral expectations, particularly when it feels like your parenting styles are so, so opposite. Now, if you're feeling any of that, I want you to know you're not alone. We've worked with hundreds of blended family couples for more than two decades now that describe these kinds of common challenges. And we've experienced them too. It takes hard work to become effective parenting partners. So here's what I want to invite you to do this week. You might want to write some of this down. In four simple steps, you can begin to focus on reasonable behavioral expectations in your home and build your teamwork as a couple. The first step is to clarify the values, the character traits, and the life skills that are important to each of you to live out in your home. Not just using the same words as each other, but clearly describing the meaning of each one in a way that honors both of your perspectives. That's step one. Step two is to prioritize the top three to five values that would make the most positive impact on your home right now in the current season that you're in. This will help you to focus together as a team, 
create momentum with small wins, and help all your kids and stepkids to know what's expected of them on a daily basis. Third, you want to invite the kids into the conversation without them feeling like they're being lectured. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, there were so many times I felt like my dad and stepmom were just lecturing me. And do you know how many life values I remember now as a result of one of those lectures? You guessed it, that's a big fat goose egg. However, my grandparents had a way of inviting me into conversations about what was really important in life, and years after they have both moved on to eternity, I still hear their caring, thoughtful wisdom. The reality is that the values my dad and stepmom wanted me to learn were actually pretty much the same as the ones that my grandparents wanted me to learn. It's just that the lecturing approach didn't work. If you want your kids to understand how to live out your values, you've got to learn to dialogue with them rather than talk at them. And if you have any teenagers, that's really critical. Okay, let's move on to step four. Once you've clarified and defined your values, those reasonable behavioral expectations, you've prioritized which are important right now, and dialogued with the kids about all this, you're ready to take that final step, which is living the expectations out in everyday life and using your values in everyday parenting. You've got to keep them alive and keep talking about them. Now, I know I've just made all of that sound really simple, and at the core, it is. However, simple and easy are two different things. You know, some couples can take their notes from this quick episode. They can start experimenting with how they'll implement Other couples benefit from support. If you're thinking, man, this all sounds great, Mike, but how do I actually make it happen? Kim and I would love to help. One simple way to get started is by hopping into our virtual workshop where we'll walk you through it step by step. For under 50 bucks, you could be headed toward more confidence and connection in your parenting partnership and much more peace in your home. I'll add a link to that workshop in the show notes. Now, still other couples find it valuable to work privately with us for coaching. If you want to learn more about that, I encourage you to schedule your free initial coaching call with us. We'll spend 45 minutes with you identifying your primary pain points and collaborating on your best next steps. I'll also add a link in the show notes for you to schedule that. Hey, here's the bottom line. You might need to lower your expectations of how quickly step relationships are going to connect and bond, but we encourage you to establish clear reasonable behavioral expectations in your home so that you can set the stage for those bonds to eventually grow. If you don't, you likely won't get the results you're really hoping for. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I hope you have a great week and we'll see you back here in two weeks for another Simple Step.